welcome back to an impromptu episode of Baltimore County Fever Podcast. Uh, seven sixteen, seven sixteen in Baltimore. How you like that? Um, real randomly, I'm just talking to Yaya, and I brought up the fact of my post today on Facebook was, where do y'all be meeting these cancers that are? I don't, I don't know. It's like y'all, y'all say the wildest shit about cancers. So my post today was, um, basically I'm trying to find out where all this hate is coming from for cancers. But anyway, my post was where all y'all meeting these crazy cancers at. And I'm really trying to find out, like, I didn't find out that up until shit, maybe this year that y'all niggas out here hate cancers. I don't understand why. Why why do y'all hate cancer so much? Now, let's break it down. Cancers start right after the, the Gemini season. Now, don't get me wrong. Not all Gemini's are crazy, but I'm pretty sure you guys want to use Kanye West as a prime example of what not to get when you are dealing with a Gemini. Tupac was a Gemini. Biggie was a Gemini. Uh, who the fuck else? I mean, I can't think of anybody else. But I just want to know about my sign in particular. Like, you guys hate us. And y'all talk about we whine all the time. I don't think we whine. I've, I take that back. It was a time in my life <laughs> that maybe I just, you know, I might have went a little overboard with my feelings. But from that particular situation, I've grown. So I'm not the typical cancer anymore. Don't get me wrong. I can be petty. Really petty. Extremely petty. And I don't forget shit. I hold on to shit. I have grudges. Now, personally, I don't really deem them grudges. I just deem them as, I don't need to fuck with you no more. Maybe that's just me. But I I don't know. Like, how can I put this? I don't know. But Yaya has made her... Oh, you got fruit? Mm-hmm. I, this summer, I'm going to be black and eat watermelon. Nigga. Yeah. Watermelon is good. Yeah. You, Tracy are dumb. No, I used to always go with the fact that I feel like watermelons are pointless fruit. stupid fruit. That's but, what Tracy says. But, hear me out. After the guy uh, that did um, the Black Panther, the director, and he was explaining when he went to Africa, and he was uh, he was climbing up the the mountains and stuff... And uh, they were handing out watermelon to the people that were going up to the fields and stuff like that. You know why? Why? Because he actually says it. But do you tell? Because it's full of water. It keeps you hydrated. Exactly. But he was explaining to the person that, you know, we are in America. We are ashamed to eat watermelon. Because they always say, I don't know how true this is, but they always said that. It was the fruit that the slave owners gave the slaves because they didn't want it. Something along those lines. But kind of like good. the scraps that they would give mm-hmm. slaves, like uh, pig feet. Uh, we don't but that's how. No. That's what I've real, never had. real that. southern. Pig feet. It's wild dark. Hog mold. Yeah, yeah. What's the other thing? Uh, the intestines. Yeah, what what they call them? Um, chitlins. Chitlins. Chitterlings. Yeah, I don't know. Yo, niggas really be fucking them shits up. Are you supposed to like, like eat around I it? I don't know. 
I feel like you're supposed to. People be eating them. I don't know if they, they eat it. Chew it. Oh, so it's like the red tape on a. Uh, but I think they <laughs> actually ingested. That's the thing. So I thought they just clean it and then just like throw it out like a ring. All right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, dead ass. Like, like you know, I like people eat. I I don't really know. Like they're just like maybe it's like meat on it and like that the circles of. I, I thought honestly, I thought they just chewed it. You know how you chew something until the taste is gone. Yeah, I thought that's what they did. I don't know if the they red tape on bologna. But that Disgusting. actually got meat on it. Yeah, and then you throw it out. That's the intestine. Like I don't know the fact that you can stick a hose in it and you gotta run the water through it to clean it. Why Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, they I thought they were just it. dipping it. You gotta clean the duty out. Oh, that's tight. That's nice. Real, real gross. I mean, but people eat the orange stuff for crabs. That's horrible. And I don't know why they call it mustard. It's shit. <laughs> it's wrong. Anyway. We're talking about signs. Oh, yeah. It's different. You know, they always say it's a female version and a male version. But I really think that it's more so, like I said to you, different ends of the spectrum, whether you're male or female. I think your where you land on that spectrum is a matter of how mature you are and the growth. Like you said, you're no longer that cancer, that type of cancer, because you've matured. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes with any sign. Hmm. They really shit on cancers, though. But like I like I said earlier, like I feel like all this shit just started to happen this year. Like I never heard anything bad about cancers. At all. You I know tell you this. My friend Renee, she's a cancer. Her and she had the same birthday as Kaylin. And I tell her all the time, you you fine. And she tells me that Sagittarius's are... Is that how you say Sagittarius? Sagittarius, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the plural version of that. Mm-hmm. Say that we always are indecisive or we're always argumentative. Which is true. Is that the right word for that? Argumentative. Oh, you're good, cause I, I, we got to check that one. Wow. <laughs> yes, um, and and it's true, but these are the things I know about myself. So, but there are times where I have to step back and be like, you know what, that was a little much. Probably, probably I probably was right, <laughs> right. I probably shouldn't have did that. <laughs> I was like, eh. I could have let that go. Yeah, that was. But, it wasn't that. But you know, but it's some things, and I had a meme on on Facebook a while ago, um, and it came up in my time hop, and it said it listed the signs. It said the I'll argue over anything team or squad. Yeah. And Sagittarius was listed, and it's not that I'll argue over anything, but if I have a point, you're going to hear it. Yeah. Don't so, shun me. Right. Don't shun me. <laughs> right. So it's like don't don't put something out there to me if you don't want my opinion. Or if we're having a conversation, don't try to shut me up before I get my side across. Like, you're not going to do that. Okay. So, which creates an argument. Mm-hmm. So, what is, in your opinion, what was the worst sign that you've dealt with? Oh. And have you dealt with someone? You've dealt with someone that was the same sign as you, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How was that? How how bad or was Honestly, it bad? I don't think I don't think that was bad because of the sign. I think we we were more alike than we were different, which caused us to bump heads. Mm-hmm. But I that was also I can't even blame it on the sign. We were young. Yeah. 
So that being young and being alike and bumping heads and growing up together is kind of like, like we cool now. Mm-hmm. And even towards the end, we were together for like eight years. So from 19 on up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we literally grew up together, but we cool now. Like, it, it's, it's just like he's the male version of me. But but that's not good in a relationship. It's not. It's good for a, a friend aspect, knowing that you have somebody exactly. that has your back. But uh, but in a relationship, it just didn't work. Now, I well, I can't say it didn't work, but it didn't work because we were young. I don't know how that would be as an adult because you have different perspectives on life now. Mm. But back then, yeah, that wasn't a good thing. Um, but I've dealt with Sage. I've dealt with Leo more than once, and even that, the different Leos that I dealt with were different versions of a Leo. So you can't categorize everybody. What do you mean? Like, okay, the one was argumentative, but not towards me, was more protective and argumentative to everybody else. Mm -hmm. The other one was like CJ. Mm. So that's two different ends of the spectrum. So you have somebody that will argue with you and somebody who will Question. argue for you. Yeah. So it's, it's, it was just different. And like, her father is a Leo. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole nother aspect of a Leo because you're stubborn mm-hmm. and you're pig-headed. But on the flip side, you're strong-willed. So it all depends on the person and I, I also think that it depends on your upbringing and how soon you mature as a person mm-hmm. and then there are female Leos do I know any female Leos Takia oh yeah and Takia is strong willed mm. but she's not I mean she can be an asshole but she's really not that person she's giving exactly so the, these are different aspects of one sign mm-hmm. so I mean I don't, I don't buy that whole, you know, you are this person because this is the moon that you were born under. I don't, I don't buy that. I think you're the person that you're meant to be, and you evolve or you don't. I'm kind of curious of what my horoscope today is. Yeah, I don't, listen, I don't really know that. You know... I, I used to, but I think people... I think people read them and then act out their day based on that yeah it's like it's not like at the end of the day right it's like if if you read that that's going to change how you going to act for the day that makes no sense to me or they read it and try to justify what they did oh oh that's why i did that yeah oh that that ah that's crazy it's the it's the sad in me no dummy you did it because you felt like doing it hmm oh so anyway when I was listening to your um your podcast with mommy and you was asking her about when the girl in school cut my hair. Mm-hmm. So this is the actual story. I was in first grade. Yeah, because we had first grade um graduation. So the girl's name was Jessica Aviles. <laughs> and we were playing Beauty Salon. Now, I had 
me and Tracy, we had the long bangs that curled under our chin. And mommy used to roll with the pink roller. So they always rolled up like here. Mm-hmm. So it looked like you ain't had no hair because it rolled up so tight. So we playing and she cut my bangs. And because they rolled up so tight when she cut them, I didn't realize they were cut because that's where they sat. Mm-hmm. So I get home. Of course, mommy doing our hair. And I get a beating because that's when I realized that little nigga cut my hair. So I'm, again, in first grade, I had the mentality of, oh, if I'm going to get a beating, your ass going to get a beating when you go home. So I went to school the next day. She had two long ponytails. And I cut a ponytail off. Like, off. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get in trouble. Of course, they called mommy and daddy, whatever. I don't know why mommy don't remember this. But it was like, you do that to me and I got in trouble. Oh, you going to get in trouble too. So, that was the story. Hmm. Okay. Yes. You were on the one I did for New York. And then you did one for this past, for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I want to talk about rap. What was... How important was Wu-Tang to you growing up? I don't know if Wu-Tang was important more so than Method Man. Method Man. <laughs> and then Ghost. So I think it was an infatuation at first. Honestly, it was Meth. Although he looked crazy. Because back then, you know, he had the little pickaninnies and the crazy yeah, eye contact. And the fangs with the fangs. Yeah. I, I was intrigued by him. Mm. It wasn't Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang as a whole back then because he was pretty much the front man. Mm-hmm. So, I think that was more so what drew me into it. And the fact that, I don't know why, but I always got Daddy to sing, well, rap. The part, when he was talking, he was like, um, what do you say? I'll cut off your kneecaps and make you steal and uh. kneel in staircase piss. Or, um... Oh, that's the oh, island thing. Yeah, I had Daddy quoting that. Daddy, yes, Daddy. Did. Oh my God, he loved that, and I don't know why. And so I don't know. It was just I was intrigued by meth, so that made me follow them even more. And then of course, um, RZA with him doing all the different scores and stuff. So that was always intriguing because it's like while it's a conglomerate, conglomerate of them he still was able to branch out and go mainstream Mm because he did hella scores for real movies. Yeah. So, and then, um, who, what's the guy name? Um, Tarantino was dabbling back and forth. So it was, it was just interesting how many different avenues they took. Mm -hmm. So. All right. So we are on, this year made 20 years of, Streets is watching. What do you remember about Streets is watching? The okay. album, or the soundtrack, and the movie. I saw the movie way before the soundtrack. Way before I had the soundtrack. Um. And it was just it was like one of those bad B movies that you just had to watch. Like when um. Um, what was the 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 Kevin Hart movie I put y'all on? Paper to? Soldiers. When that came I out, I got that. I got a brand new one. I ain't opened it yet. It's, it's so it was like that. Soldiers. When that came out, I was like, "This is the the dumbest 
best B movie ever. <laughs> so it like it was that. It was um what um Master P. Oh, about about. Bally I was actually Bally. watching that. I was just watching that. Like I'm telling you, you so it was like a bunch of them, and it again, it was like. Oh, y'all doing movies now? We gotta see it, no matter how bad it is. Yeah. But like Streets is watching. I matter of fact, I was just listening to that. Um, was that yesterday? It might have been yesterday. Um, but it was just cool how it the soundtrack told the story. But again, I saw the movie first, so it was cool that when I listened to the soundtrack, I can pinpoint. At what point of the movie? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I I just I'm I'm really I like the fact that they could do two different versions of artistry, and again, it went mainstream. Mm-hmm. You know, these little white kids was heavy into streets is watching, like all of that about about it too, mm-hmm. like. I just it's it's really interesting how they how they do that and make money where nobody thought that they could. Mm-hmm. So that's a part of also having that hustle, having that drive. You know, you got mouths to feed. It's yeah. it's no longer a game. Once you get on, I know everybody think you know. Once you get on, that's the that's the thing. You just gonna do this, but if you want to be progressive. And actually mature as an artist, you have to channel these different routes. You have to channel your energy different places and try the things that you never thought that you would do to make it. That's why they're still around. I uh, well, as you know, I'm doing like a series for Rockefeller. Um, you never sent me that link either. The link for the samples. Mm-hmm. I thought I sent it to you. I think mm-hmm. I sent it to CJ. But um. Yeah, so Streets is watching. It had so much on there. But, oh, wow. Money, power, and respect turns 20 this year. Wow. Capadonna. Uh, Smith & Wesson. Oh, I was just listening to Mary Jane yeah, Smith & Wesson. That was a me. really good remix. Oh, yeah, I, oh, I hate it. No, yeah, no, no. I was pulling up and I was just listening to that. Yeah, I was... Uh, I would listen to Mary J and that Jay Z song. You're welcome. Um, I remember, and I've, I've touched on this before, and I don't want to have to like keep on repeating, but I do remember you always going to Best Buy and buying CDs. Now, mm-hmm. as of May 12th, DMX, it's dark and hell is hot. It's 20 years old. What do you remember about that time? You were what a year. A year removed from graduating high school, right? It's 98. Yeah. So, what do you... That, like, that era... What do you think about the Rough Rider movement? I was in love with DMX for his voice. Because he is not a looker. Mm. But that voice... And then and then your favorite rapper came and emulated. But... Tosh out the rule, baby. <laughs> That's my guy. But, um... I don't care what nobody say. Can't nobody take nothing away from DMX. What did he do? 
three CDs in a year? Two? two? Well, yeah. Well, technically it was three. It was two within a year span because he had uh, Leon Leor Cohen was like, I bet you can't do it. And if he could do it, he, he was going to get like a million dollar bonus or some shit like that. But within, I think, uh, I want to say 18 months, he had three albums out. And that was the first one. Yeah. Flesh and My Flesh was right after that. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. DMX. I swear I wish he didn't become... What is he, a crackhead, cocaine? I don't know, man. It's he just really unfortunate. And you know what? I, I will go as far as to say that DMX is a, a far better actor than LL Cool J. At that, at that particular moment... LL Cool J really didn't do, in my opinion, he didn't really start coming into his own until he started doing the 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 uh, CSI kind of kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, because he overacts. Yeah. Wow. He he overacts, but I said that when he had that um that TV show too. Uh, in the house. In the house. Yeah. But the th- the difference is LL Cool J is easier on the eyes. Yeah. So that's mainly what it, it is, is because if DMX wasn't as rough as he is, he probably could have did better as far as movies. But he's typecast because mm-hmm. that's the person that he is. So he's not an actor. He's literally playing himself in these movies. Yeah. So, but my, on that CD, How's It Going Down was my favorite. Uh, and I've that's always, a really good summer. But you know record. me, excuse me, I've always been that person that likes rap, but you got that melody. Yeah. It's it's something about it. It it breaks up the monotony because otherwise the CD is just so you have that exactly. It's like what you mad for? <laughs> but Man, you got understand. that 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 flow. Who was that? Faith. You yeah. got that flow. It just breaks it up. And then I think they also started doing that to bring more female listeners. Yeah. In, but. That that was that was my song, but that whole CD, I still listen to that too. Um, it was another song. Where do you, where would you put him in your ranking for everything he's done, and and include replay value of these albums that he's had out in comparison to your favorite rappers? Honestly, I've always had DMX, and I don't know. Eh. Like my top seven. Really? Always. Cause he 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 can flow. Like can't nobody take that from him. The same thing with Eminem. I love Eminem. Yeah. Those like can't nobody hours, take man. that from him. He can really rap though. He so, can really rap. And that's the thing, is like you gotta I think a lot of people look at where they are now yeah. when they talk about oh this my top five or this my top ten. You got to look at where they started from, what put them on, what got them recognizable. That's what you got to look at. Now, if you're talking longevity, okay, then you can look at the whole body of work. Mm-hmm. But you, I always look at where they were when they started, what kind of impact they made when they started. Again, three albums in 18 months, who did that? And with Who the did success. that in soul? Yeah. Exactly. With so, the success. Yeah, you got you got to think about all of that.
Whoa, whoa, whoa. What up, though? Man, I love doing episodes like this. Because it's always room for a part two. Y'all, y'all will be back on. Season four is on its way. And yes, 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 yes. You guys are getting consistent episodes all over again. Check out S4 Decipher. And check this out right here. This is episode 49.5. Yes. I am working on episode 50 with excitement and joy. And I want to say thank you to everyone that has listened to my podcast. Any episode, anybody that has been on the podcast, I thank you. I appreciate you. I love you dearly. Baltimore County Forever Day is still August 25th, Woodlawn Memorial Park, 3 to 7, kickball game, live podcast, I'm not playing, I need a W on the board, you hear me? Right now, I got something special, kind of dope, we working on the team captains, two teams, you know, family environment, you know, please bring school supply for the kids, pens, paper, pencils, Notebooks, composition notebooks, binders, folders, crayons, tissue boxes, hand sanitizers, whatever you can bring for these kids, man. I want to be able to, you know, distribute that to kids that are less fortunate or just need it, period. You know, help some parents out, including myself. But, uh, you know what? Thank y'all so much. And of course, how we always end these episodes, Baltimore County. You know what? I'm in my bag for season four. July 16th. Love R.S. The movie. Out. 59 seconds. Directed by Law Have Mercy. Be ready. I'm in my bag, man. Like I said, I need to reach that genius that make niggas think that I'm crazy. Baltimore County forever.